You're listening to episode 49 of the Urban Yogi Podcast featuring the certified health nut, Troy Casey. Troy Casey has become one of the world's leading longevity authorities and the certified health nut. He's been on the show before and I'm so honored and grateful that he agreed to come back on the show when I was down in Los Angeles a couple weeks ago. He's worked with indigenous tribes in the Amazon as a medicine hunter. He's studied the ancient Vipassana meditation technique, Ashtanga Yoga, and has worked closely with Paul Czech at the world-famous Czech Institute. He has since successfully restored physical, mental, and emotional balance to clients who have failed with all other systems using a unique, simple, and nature-informed holistic approach that anyone can follow. And honestly, if you want some indication that this system works, look at some pictures of Troy. It's nuts that this guy is in his 50s. Today, Troy's work goes a step beyond biohacking your own body and mind. He has a grand vision for co-creating a world with clean air, water, soil, and equitable systems for all mankind in his lifetime, something he believes is absolutely attainable. To complete the mission, though, we need two things. A complete systems change values creativity over competition in every area of life. That's energy, agriculture, commerce, media, government, etc. And a collective rising of consciousness to support the new systems. I hope you enjoy my interview with Mr. Troy Casey. with the certified health nut we both have our beards um good beard game yeah bro. thank you you as well you're inspiring mine i find like i feel so much more grounded when i grow it out do you find any energetic differences when you grow yours out compared to being clean shaven oh huge right huge it's my antenna it just makes mm -hmm. me feel grounded it uh mm -hmm. I, I know why but it's like i don't even know why Right, but it's so between the hair and the beard, mm. it's it's so grounding. And there's a part of me that wants to groom it, and then there's another part of me that just wants just to let, let it go wild. Let it go wild, yeah. I yeah. hear what you mean. Yeah, in um, Kundalini Yoga, they believe that in general, women's nervous systems are a little bit stronger than men's, mm -hmm. and so there's a nerve center in the center of the chin, uh, tregmul. Okay, I'm not gonna I'll bastardize it, but it's a nerve, and it's controlled by the moon. Women can handle that energy, but men need a buffer. Yeah. So that's the idea. I've heard that, beard. and I know the Kundalini technology is, yeah. is you really on Yogi point. You were in Yogi library. I saw you were, What was that all about? <laughs> How'd you get in there? <laughs> I hang out with one of my wild cowboy friends, uh, Dr. Harhari Khalsa. And okay. he's been studying Kundalini and with Yogi Bhajan for almost 40 years. Holy moly. And he's a healer, and he's got a healing clinic, mm. and they offered him to rent that building. Oh, my gosh. And that's where the library is housed, so mm. I feel very fortunate to even be in that space. And that's in L.A.? Yeah, it's in West oh. Hollywood. I'll send you over there. I'd he, love to check it out. He's a, he's a good guy. He's got three ice baths. He's got a PAMF machine. He's got a Tesla coil. That's awesome. Yeah, Kundalini Yoga got me off of cocaine. Yeah. I was addicted to co cocaine for a few years, like from 2014 to 2016. Mm. And I was looking for a way to get high, and Kundalini Yoga gets you so high on your own supply. It's mm -hmm. just amazing. And I, I, I had you on my podcast before, and, and you do certain movement practices that get you really high. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you're saying you can call it shit on a stick, but, <laughs> you know, it's just move your body and breathe. Breathe and move your body. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, tell me a little bit about like the drunken monkey qigong that you do, and the, I love the Zen swing. I teach it to all my students. They love it. it feels so relaxing. Yeah, it's uh, just a fundamental, easy movement. My mentor taught me the Zen swing, uh, Paul Check, and then I started practicing. He challenged me to a hundred days. And I did 100 consecutive days. I did that actually twice, and it took me about two years to complete both of those. How many minutes a day of the Zen swing? Um, I think it was average minimum like 10, and then anywhere from Can you demonstrate 10 to it for the, for the audience? Yeah, sure. So, so, the, so the Zen swing is you're swinging on 75% of your weight goes up on one side. You, you, your toes come up, so it moves every joint in the body. You close your eyes, it puts you into a movement meditation. It moves every joint in the body. It moves the cerebral spinal fluid and the uh, synovial fluid through the joints. So it lubricates the ligaments. It lubricates the um, all the connective tissue, the fascia, and your joints just mobilize Ooh, there went my back nice so it just mobilizes everything it also puts you in a meditative state it's like a movement meditation and from there i learned other various moves and started just balancing myself out and i noticed that when you go out over here you can stretch this side of your neck and then when you come back here so it's almost a, a dynamic stretching mechanism and i just like to make the stuff up Nice. And so, uh, and implementing different energies, opening up the rib cage, and then really just ultimately flowing. That's that's where the drunken so it's monkey. It's, yeah, intuitive. Has come in. Yes, intuitive. That's exactly. Awesome, man. Yeah, it feels so good. I play with my tempo too, so you can do it really slow, and you get the finger articulation in there from so much digital communications. That's awesome. You can so do ecstatic nice. dance with it. I mean, yeah. you, can just, you can just play with it. That's you know? so cool. Play with yourself. Woo! Yeah, why not? And then something that uh, my uh, followers were really inspired by was when I started doing the butthole sunning. Oh, yeah. And, um, and I thought it was funny because some people who are very sort of in the matrix are like, well, I need to see the studies for that. Scientific like, proof. Yeah, but it's like, it feels so good, right? And it's not like you need to burn your asshole. You just do it for 30 seconds and it's like a little charge up. Yeah, so, 30 uh, seconds. Yeah, there's or, no burning. Yeah, there's no burning involved. So yeah, I'm just, I'm inspired by you because you just follow your heart and you, you follow your bliss. And that inspires me to do the same. So thank you for following your bliss because it's, it's like got a ripple effect cool man yeah tell me about the men's group the men's work that you're doing here in la yeah so we're doing the man tribe right now mm -hmm. uh, my partner alex hill he inspired me uh, basically he had a heart opening he had all the money in the world uh he was a real estate developer in uh in manhattan and uh he was miserable he was maybe in his late 20s mm -hmm. um had women had cars had everything but he was miserable he was overweight and from there, he started drinking ayahuasca. And he woke up, and what he realized was uh, there was no support. You know, the ayahuasca ceremonies were great. He really opened himself up wide. Mm. But the men in his life, they weren't very supportive. So he wanted to create that uh, when he came out to California. And mm. so, uh, so we focus on uh, knowledge, brotherhood, and support. Nice. And uh, 
mindset, movement, and nutrition, giving men real mm. practical tools. We focus more on the yin than the yang. Huh because I think most people are just facing burnout. We don't need another boot camp. We don't need to beat our chest to claim that we're men. Right. We really need to just get, get stuff off of our shoulders and connect with our fellow brothers. Totally. Yeah, and that's oftentimes missing in, in this day and age in, in our culture. Unless there's alcohol right. or sports or you know, business, really. Mm -hmm. And I notice it's called uh, Fire and Ice, mm -hmm. your event tonight. And I'm assuming that's involving cold plunging of some sort. Yes. And then breath work. Yes. Which are two of my favorite things. That, things that have helped me get beyond that cocaine addiction. Kundalini yoga, breath work, and cold exposure. Yeah. And, and you got some cold water up there in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. Man. Super cold. I love it. I, I'm like, I look forward to it. Now I go into the Pacific Ocean for 20 minutes once a week or up into Lynn Valley. Squamish and, uh, is up there too. Yeah, you were in Squamish. Oh, I saw yeah. some pictures of you up there. That water's doing cold, some huh? naked plunging. That's oh good. yeah, I was like, yes, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, so yeah, tell me about the benefits of both the cold exposure and then the breath work. And I'm interested in how you do that because I want to start leading some fusion uh, experiences of the two. Yeah. So start with the cold plunge. Uh, or how, how does it go? It really just depends on the day. Sometimes in the morning I wake up, I'm already warm, mm -hmm. throw the covers off and get into a cold shower. Mm -hmm. uh, other times, if I'm going to go into the ice bath, uh, I'll do the breath work first and then jump in there. So the breath work is going to open up the capillaries, improve circulation, lymph flow, uh, and then the cold is going to do the same. Um, nice. They complement each other uh, very well. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it's really just about circulating the energy. Right, so things don't get stagnant. Yes, yeah, like they can. Like they can. And then in terms of nutrition, I've been really enjoying sort of doing like a paleo thing, like eating mostly plant-based. Mm -hmm. I call myself a qualitative omnivore, so when there's good protein, animal protein sources, I'll, I'll go for that. Mm -hmm. Do you have any nutritional uh, tips for, for the people listening up here in Canada? Yeah, I think... Uh the U.S. much more than Canada, but I know that we export all of our ideologies and our business. Um, you know, we have more obesity down here, but uh, we're over-consuming, so uh, less consumptive. I'm really into fasting. I've been into fasting and juicing for over 30 years, herbal internal purification, herbal nutrition. So I, you know, I advocate uh, intermittent fasting, juice fasting, juice cleansing, um, micronutrition, those types of things to play with your own metabolism. Eat when you're hungry, eat real food, and have an herbal or superfood salad. You know, real strategic micronutrition that's not available in your, you know, commercial food supply. Your nice. celery, apple, banana, carrot. I've been really getting into the mushroom reishi. Do you know much about this mushroom? I'm feeling like it's really helping me get more grounded, connect more to myself and to my, my man tribe up in Vancouver. There's something almost metaphysical about its power, I find. Yeah, well, the little bit of Taoist and um, uh, Chinese medicine that, I, that I've studied, reishi is very shen, and shen is the spiritual energy mm. that we have. And so shen, zen, Reishi's good, good food, good medicine. Yeah, totally balancing. And then one other practice that I've been really uh, experimenting with and finding good uh, energetic benefits from is semen retention. 
Oh, yeah. So I'll only ejaculate outside myself once a month or so. Yeah. Have you ever experimented with that, and how has it been for you? Yeah, I think it's great. Um, knowing your own sexuality, I think, is uh, not the final frontier, but it's, it's, it's one of the major components, I think, for uh, human empowerment mm. is... Uh, semen retention and understanding your own sacred sexuality and how powerful that force is and then harnessing that force. And then when it comes to semen retention, um, or even if you catch yourself, you know, fully addicted to pornography. So you've got the pendulum swings both ways, right? Mm -hmm. So if we're having an austere life, you know, don't forget that the pendulum can swing the other way and we can become a sex addict. So right. staying balanced as much as possible, being honest with ourselves, cultivating our sexual energy. I like uh, that word cultivation because in, in many yogic sects, it was about don't ever think about uh, sex ever again. Don't touch yourself, this and that. Whereas in Taoist energy, sexual energy work, it's more about have as much sex as you want, make sure it's conscious and it's consensual and this and that. And, and, and it's about cultivating your sexual energy so you can choose when you want to ejaculate outside yourself or when you want to uh, bring the energy up your spine and cultivate it and I like that approach better because I mean you see all those Indian yogi scandals like it's hard to just completely cut off from your sexuality like that doesn't feel very natural to me and that's the thing I mean sex is the most powerful force the human being has and so when you start cutting it off on one layer or another or hiding it or it's gonna come out the, sh out. the shadow is gonna come out in a different way and you know, it's better to honor it and be honest with yourself on what it is and then cultivate it with as much balance. But I will tell you from my own sexual exploration and being 53 now, I feel that porn is a major component on the subconscious, unconscious things that drive us. And so I've eliminated porn out of my life. Do you feel like it's an energy drain? Uh, yes, absolutely. And it was misguiding my thoughts and the way I was treating women, uh, my wife specifically. Mm. And so I just recently did an, uh, multiple ayahuasca ceremonies uh, in the jungle. And uh, uh, and I got remarried during ayahuasca ceremony oh, to wow. my wife. Congratulations. And, thank you so much. Thanks. And uh, it was a beautiful experience. But the biggest part of it was coming correct with myself. Um and forgiving myself for the way I showed up before. And not that I was a complete, you know, dickhead tyrant, just that I can come at a much higher level uh, in my own commitment and all my womanizing and tits and ass thoughts and chasing tail, you know, even if it's, mm -hmm. even if it's you know, visually, uh, I can let that go and that's going to give me more energy. It was a waste and drain well, of my energy. Multiple, what you just said has multiple meanings. I can come at a higher level you can ejaculate at a higher level using all your higher centers and stuff and connect more deeply to your partner now. And treat my relationship, the complete sum total of my relationship, as sacred as opposed to just the sexual act or you know, just having children and being a father. It's like really honor the sacred feminine that's in front of me. And of course that feminine that's inside of me, that kindness, gentleness, you know, humility element. I like that. Uh, being in touch with your own feminine side so that you can be more present for for your goddess in front of you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm just learning a lot of this right now um, on a much deeper level. So keep going, guys. Keep going. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your time and for being here. Uh, speaking about uh, sexual transmutation or bringing the sexuality to a higher level, we're going to go do some kundalini yoga soon. 
which is all about transmuting sexual energy. Um, one more thing. Have you read the book Think and Grow Rich uh, by Napoleon Hill? Yes, I have. And I know that, that one of the chapters is dedicated to that. And uh, yeah. and I always was like, how do you do that? Like, it sounded cool. And then I discovered Kundalini Yoga. And I, I feel like that's one way. Qigong mm-hmm. is another way to actually transmute the energy in an mm-hmm. actual way to do it. So. Tantra, sexual kung fu, mm-hmm. um, you know, Qigong, yoga. Awesome. Awesome, guys. Satnam. Thank you, Troy. Satnam. Why guru? Why guru? You've been listening to the second season of the Urban Yogi Podcast. I'm Will Blunderfield, and I produce the show. The theme music is composed by Mick Jagger of the Rolling Stones and performed by myself. You can support and enjoy my music by downloading it on iTunes, Amazon, or Google Music. Subscribe to The Urban Yogi on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the show by following me on Instagram at WBlunderfield. Thanks again to Troy Casey and be sure to follow Troy on social media at Certified Health Nut. And thank you to TheSeedStore.ca, The Granola Girl, and Chakrebs for their support. Thanks again to you for listening. I'll see you again in two weeks.
cry. 